Hello and welcome to the Blogging Pod. Today we are joined by an author who has published over 10 English written books, San Lin Tun. And I'm hoping I'm doing your name justice. If I'm not, my sincerest apologies. Welcome to the room. Hi. It's nice to have you here with us. Um, um, let's see. Tell me a little bit about how you became connected with um, Borderless Journal. I, I was reading up on them, and from what I understand, they're a journal of such with the goal of connecting writers and readers beyond the boundaries drawn by the world in search of positive input. From what I've seen of it, it is an amazing platform. Can you tell us how your part came about? Because I use uh, the uh, social media, mm -hmm. so I I found your uh, your post about it. So I'm I feel really uh, interested in uh, to take part in it. Yes. Wonderful. So uh, your borderless journal with your uh, submissions to that. How did you come by exactly? You just are the same way you found me. You kind of just saw their read out reach out for one. Yes, at first I uh, submit my writings to a uh, Kitab, the Singapore-based online magazine. Uh -huh. uh, when the ex-editor left, and she founded that uh, borderless journal herself, so I have a chance uh, to contribute my writings to her. Oh, that's wonderful. So, with your writing in mind, can you elaborate a little bit about? Um, a piece called Parallel Lines. Um, it was nominated in 2011 by the New Asian Writing Short Story and Anthology. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, that one is uh, one of my uh, writing uh, milestone because that time uh, we don't have uh, much literary magazine. Mm -hmm. uh, here and the around the region but luckily i found that uh, new asian writing anthology so i submit my short story uh, but the editor he edited uh, some of the parts of the story so it became a flash fiction rather than a short story ah. but this uh, that was my first experience uh, to meet the foreign editor to edit on my work because normally we don't have the editor uh, who work on the writing pieces like that so it was my uh, pleasure and i ha i had a, a great experience working with him well that's wonderful wonderful now i i have to be honest with you i did a stint of my day yesterday reading your articles and i found them fascinating um, specifically the ones in Mad in Asian Pacific. Um, the focus from, mm -hmm. from their site uh, is being critical examination and rethinking of mental health. First, I find that extremely commendable. And your contributions to that, extremely commendable. Tell us a little bit how your writing for Mad in Asian Pacific came about. Because uh, 
I grew up in uh, downtown uh, Django, formerly called Rangoon. Mm-hmm. So since my childhood, I found some uh, the mental mentally ill person, but they uh, they didn't uh, bring any threat to the community. But I found them working uh, simply uh, the in the public. So I then I realized. So what those we're doing in the community because sometimes uh, they are working very freely among the public right right but i realized one of the person uh, we call the stone age man because he carry stones and sometimes uh, he carry the branches of the tree or the trunk of the trees like that mm-hmm. so i became interested in that person why uh, this man got this idea carrying all that heavy objects in the street so there are also another uh, guy who wears the patches on his uh, the chest so he was a tall man but uh, I, I wanted to find out uh, what they were doing right the in the public and in the community so I just uh, recorded about them and no one seemed to uh, their existence. So I got that idea. So, what will uh, what would be uh, bring about? So to write on them. So it will give the people uh, to have a chance to read about them. So with that sense, I, I wrote that article. Wonderful. So you've kind of given the forgotten a voice. Yes, 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 like that. That is amazing. And it said it's such a commendable um, advocation there. I really did enjoy diving deeper into the site and reading a lot more of the work. Now, I'd like to take a moment to reference your your newest book, um, Wave and Other Poems. Tell us about its creation. Because I, I wrote uh, a poetry as part of my writing career, because I write a short story, a poetry, an essay, and other stuff. So uh, these uh, two years of my my the uh, my products are like that, right? Mm-hmm. So I com- uh, combine all these forty-seven uh, short and long poems into the book because I got this idea before the COVID nineteen started. But because of that, the outbreak of the COVID around the world, so I withdraw uh, to published the poetry book. So uh, finally, I I, uh, I decided to publish uh, on the online mm-hmm. because the local publisher, uh, they, they had uh, uh, some the, uh, financial problems to publish my book. So I chose uh, to publish uh, on Lulu because that was my uh, reliable uh, online platform to publish, uh, to publish my poetry book. Right. Nice. Well, so outside, outside of being an author, I was very interested to find that you play classical guitar. Am I getting that correct? Yes, uh, that was my the uh, a major major level, but not a professional one. Nice. So you just you just play for the entertainment of your family. Have you ever pushed it more than just? For entertainment of just your uh, for yourself 
Yeah, because before uh, I became a writer, I, I wanted to be a, a guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's awesome. So did yes, you yes. did you go get an education in music as well? No, because uh, in my place, I just only uh, read uh, books. And also I have some friends who also share the same interest. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. I wish I would have gotten with you before we could actually had you play something. <laughs> that, that would have been awesome. I'd have been like, ah, oh, starstruck. Um, yeah, yeah. So my fascination for you um, lingers more on the fact that you write for a South Asian region, Asian region, and but you write yes. primarily in English. Um, and that is not your native tongue. I must say that out directly so that everyone knows so yes. can you explain the challenges of this but also the joy that it might give you for doing so yeah because uh to find the uh literary magazine to accept my english writing is one of the most difficult challenges for me mm -hmm. because uh Inside the place, right? So in in my the uh, local region, so there are not many literary magazines uh, which accept the English sub submission because uh, we have also a few readership here. But I decided to write in English uh, because I found uh, the other regional successful writers. So they are also the uh, the if inspiration to me. And in my uh, in our Nyama writers, so we have the two uh, Nyama writers who write in English. So I want to follow the tradition of them because I want to uh, showcase the Nyama uh, literature and also the want to introduce Nyama literature to the uh, outside world. So this is my one of the uh, main reason of writing in English. And also, uh, I feel wonderful to write in English because uh, I've become a part of the, the regional and international uh, literary community. And also I can uh, communicate and connect with them and write more about uh, the humanities and the uh, literary stuff like this. Well, that's awesome. I, I can't think of any better word than awesome because it really, I, reading your um, your pieces, I didn't get the sense that um, English was a second language for you, in, in all honesty. It flowed well, and I was immediately engulfed in the feelings and the emotions that you brought into your work. So uh, I applaud you, you for yes. that. I applaud you. Um, so tell me how um, speaking English came about for you. I mean, was it something you had to do in school for your education? Was it something you did on your own or a private teacher? How did that exactly come about? Yeah, we uh, study English at our school, but mm -hmm. we need also learn uh, to improve our English uh, with the other, uh, the private tuition teacher. And mm -hmm. I, firstly, I uh, the study uh, with the uh, tuition teacher who came back from uh uh, the, the states because he worked in the VOA for I think uh, three or four years huh. so he was very well known then so I attend his uh, private uh, tuition class so that also improved my the English so another thing I chance to uh, attend the class in uh, 2004 
at the Anglican Church. So I studied English there. Wow. Then I started to write the, uh, some composition under the guidance of the visiting uh, professor then. So that also improved my English, yes. Wow. And again, I studied the Buddhism in 2008 again after graduation from the uh, Jango Technological University. I studied a metallurgy there. But my, my quest for the knowledge uh, didn't uh, what the, uh, fulfill. So I tried to study more and read uh, as many books I can to improve my writing skill and uh, other things, yes. Well, to quest always for knowledge is to achieve such great things. That is my only viewpoint. <laughs> that is my viewpoint on that. So if you were yeah. to pick any one of your works, what would be the one piece that you would want the world to read and know about and why? Uh, because that's my, the recent novel uh, that's called the An English Writer, because that was my, the, uh, Uh, writing because it took me uh, nearly uh, eight years to, to complete that novel mm -hmm. because I need to collect all his works yeah, to find his facts uh, uh, because he's uh, already a forgotten uh, poet and writer although he wrote uh, seven books and more than 200 articles in the uh, Guardian magazine a locally published one but not many people uh, knew about him because uh, my interest in him grew because I firstly found his poetry book called Rainbow Land and Other Bummer Buzzers. So it was uh, one of the books I found in the, in the street of Yango because he gave and also he used a metaphor called Rainbow Land for our country mm -hmm. because he, he thought that the uh, Myanmar is the uh, blessed with a diverse community. So he used that uh Rainbow Land. So it's, it was really uh, fitting to use the word for that. Wonderful. Wonderful. So I have about, I have one more question for you. So tell me one thing that we may know about you, whatever research we can find on you. And I did find quite a bit. <laughs> but tell me um, what you feel we may no, but we might need to know more about it's about you as an author. Uh, because I, I I thought the uh, writing is a part of my passion. It's not for the sex sex or the not for finding uh, the uh, the uh, status or like that. Because I at first I thought because I feel really wonderful to find the other successful writers and their life. But later, I, I changed uh, a little bit of uh, my view on the writing because writings uh, make you, I think, uh, make and to understand more about the humanity and human values. So that is, uh, that's why I, I, I choose to write. Uh, I, I choose to be a writer, right? So this is my uh, decision to become a writer in my the uh, future future life, yes. Well, that's wonderful. I thank you so much for being on our show today. Um, again, I urge everybody in the, sh in the audience and whoever listening on all the posts that we'll be putting this out on, please look him up. Um, it will move you, his writing. It just I, There's just something about your writing that just totally 
brought me into it is if I were walking those streets. Also, um, I have to mention one. Um, I believe your grandmother making noodles. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's true, yes. <laughs> I actually felt as if I was sitting there with you and going in and the sense of smell and everything that you brought to your piece, it was amazing, yeah. simply amazing. I commend you. You are, you are a very artistic and wonderful writer. Thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Thank you, Ari. Yeah. Well, we'll be back next Tuesday for our next show and then the following Thursday. Thank you guys for everyone for coming in tonight. Have a great evening. Bye-bye for now.